Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Buffalo Plus Podcast. Please make sure to like, to subscribe, to rate us. Give us a good rating. Come on. Give Five us a stars. rating. Five stars is what we want. Mike Catalano, along with Dan Fates, we are in Kansas City after the Bills win against the Chiefs. Dan, let's talk about it. Let's just start with the biggest thing. Josh Allen, while he had some bad moments yeah. in the second quarter, <laughs> as he does in Kansas City, phenomenal in the fourth quarter of this game. Yeah, Nick Wright's got to be sick to his stomach again for the fact of how, in the biggest moments... Look, both of them were great, and we had talked on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel, which you should also like, comment, subscribe to, that you don't need to prop one guy up by knocking the other one down. But in this game, Josh played better in the clutch in the bigger moments. Yeah, I mean, look, Mahomes was phenomenal and made yes. some plays, and we're not here to talk about Mahomes. You guys saw it. You know he was great at moments. But but when it came to the end of this game, the Bills Stopped them when they were driving, which could have been a touchdown. Made them kick the field goal. The Bills stopped him again to get the ball back to the Buffalo offense. And then Allen went on that drive. And then after the touchdown, Mahomes threw the interception. So in this moment, in this game, Josh Allen was better in the clutch. Yep. He just plays the way everybody would want a player on your team to play. And as Stefan Diggs said, and he's our quarterback. He's a dog. Yeah. Yeah, and he it, leads that way. And it was he talks about how he tries not to get too fired up. Remember last year it was about the zen. He was trying to find the zen all the time on the field because sometimes he admitted he gets too worked up. But he did play with that little sense of anger, of frustration, I think midway through the third quarter. Because midway through the third quarter, they have the ball third and four from like midfield, and they run a, a draw play. And it goes nowhere. And then they go for it on fourth down, and Josh misses, uh, I think it was Stephon Diggs. Yeah, so, he and got pressured and yeah, he threw it short. It yeah. was ugly. And, and you're kind of sitting there scratching your head going, what was that? And then he also got tripped on the following possession. Absolutely tripped by Chris Jones, wasn't called. And you could start to see some of that anger, frustration. But he uses it to then hurdle over a defender, to then push the line ahead on the fourth and one. To convert that. So it was it was big plays. And again, I think he, he likes to say after the game, he's all calm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, you know, it doesn't get me too fired up. He was fired up. Yeah, and he should be. Because again, this team that couldn't win the close games, at least for that stretch, now has two in a row. And I think it just seems a little bigger here when it's, again, the quarterback bringing him down there. And he uses everybody. Yeah. Um, he used everybody and he got it to Dawson Knox. So again, we'll go to the end. He gets it to Knox for that touchdown. Phenomenal throw by Allen. Put it there. Knox comes through, making the catch. And, again, this is a guy who didn't have a touchdown, had not made a lot of big plays this season in the past game, 
But in the biggest moment offensively of the year, Dawson Knox comes down with that one. And it seemed like kind of a broken play off this snap, Mike. They, Josh is kind of waving at somebody to go somewhere. I thought he was throwing to Stephon Diggs. Kind of went with that with my camera, and then it ends up falling into the hands of Dawson Knox. So it was just a gutsy drive. When you talk about it, it wasn't always pretty, but it was gutsy. And it was, uh, it was classic Josh Allen experience. So let's backtrack to earlier in the game. Bills get the ball. They go right down the field, and they're driving for what looks like a touchdown or for a score. What was that play to McKenzie? I I don't know. I I think it was intended to be a fake, and then Josh was like, well, here, you can take it, and McKenzie was not expecting the football. Now, it's easy to just pile on McKenzie because he had a couple of other big mistakes. On that one, we don't know. Maybe we'll eventually find out. It didn't look like he thought the ball was coming, and he he didn't really make the play. Then he kicks it, and then they recover. Um, Then later in the first half, the Bills only had three points. Let's go right to near halftime. And near halftime, here they are backed up in their own end zone. They are facing a third and 11, I think it was. Yeah. And, well, Dorsey puts it in Allen's hands. And it wasn't just the call because he runs out of traffic. But I thought that was one of the – unsung big plays of the game because he zings a pass across the middle to Diggs, gets a first down, or to Davis, excuse me, gets a first down, and then it eventually leads to that first touchdown in the brief time they had the lead in the first half. Yeah, that was when things seemed like they were kind of going sideways. Um, Josh went, you know, nearly was a safety, luckily got the ball to the one-yard line, and you were just kind of wondering, like, all right, don't make a mistake and make and try and hold the Chiefs to a field goal because they were going to get the ball back and you're sitting there going, they're going to get the ball and they're going to get the ball to start the second half. So yeah. you were, you, it was kind of a, oh boy, things could get out of hand here. I think you even tweeted that. It looked, yeah. you know, that this this could go south in a hurry if they go touchdown, touchdown. So it was a gutsy play in the back of his end zone to find Gabe Davis who, you know, comes back, makes a diving catch, finds Stephon Diggs a few plays later and, and in no time, they went 99 yards like it was nothing. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Allen had had a stretch of seven straight uh, completion, incompletions. Yeah. And then he went after that. How many did he end up with? 13 in a row? 13 in a row. 13 straight completions. He was trailing the great Trent Edwards for the team record, which I believe is 16 <laughs> in a row. They were all three yards. Sorry, Trent, if you're listening. Uh, but then Allen gets him down. They get that score. Now, did we really have to have a Chiefs field goal? before the clock goes. I know it was only the second quarter, but they kicked it short. Yep. He runs it. It's down to 12 seconds, and they still throw. Short play to the wide receiver, pass to Kelsey. Now, this was a longer field goal, and the game is tied. Seriously? Yeah, yeah that was – that was. Uh, we thought we learned our lesson. We thought Sean McDermott did. Uh, not the case. Try the other thing. Patrick Mahomes, again, spectacular tonight. But, Mike – they held them to field goals. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the big – and it was a large part holding them some of the field goals was Von Miller. Yeah, Von Miller was fantastic in the game. I mean, he had the early sack, then he had the sack late. He had the tackle on Mahomes when he was trying, and he could have gone to a spectacular move he made, and he could have gone for the first down definitely uh, that led to that field goal that gave them the lead briefly there in the fourth quarter. Uh, but Von Miller made the play. And – he is a closer. He really is. Yeah. He is he is a instinctive player. He's a smart player. He loves the big moment. And I asked him about that. You know, you come in there, he goes, hey, 
I've been that way since I was the second pick in the draft. Yep. That's where I was in Denver. They traded for me in L.A. That's what I was there, and that's what I am here. And he says it because it's true. It's true. And he comes through in big moments. And I know it's early in the year, but he's had a big play in basically every game. They every needed time. it more in this one, and he comes through with a big play. So all of that was great. And defensively, we got to talk about Taron Johnson, a guy who's made a massive play in a playoff game before. Yes. But in the regular season, this one's pretty big. Because the Chiefs' last two drives were one play, three yards, a minus one yard, excuse me, three plays minus one yard, and then the last drive uh, was, I think, what, two plays and the interception. And the interception. And somebody tweeted, I got to check this, that it took 13 seconds. I did see that. I did see that. So that that was kind of of interesting. But Taron Johnson in the right spot instinctively gets the interception. Mahomes never gets any more of a chance yeah. to do any damage. I saw that stat, the next level stats where they do like just the dots and they have the guys, they replay the play with just the lines and the dots of what where they covered. It was beautiful to see Taron Johnson, who's covering his guy, he ends up passing his guy off to Christian Benford on the sideline and Benford lets a guy go over top of him, passing his wide receiver off to DeMar Hamlin, which allowed Taron to jump a route. It was just, watching it is like poetry in motion, just the way that it all flows together. And it was, you need to have plays like that to hold Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to just 20 points. Yeah, and it was instinctive. That's what we're saying. And, you know, you think in that moment, a minute left, we've seen Mahomes do this to him. They yeah. did it last year every time the Bills scored. And the defense did not get the big stops in the big moments, right? And we talk about them winning close games. And in large part for those games, a lot of time it was the defense who had those chances and didn't come through. That's what I loved about this game for the Bills because everybody did. everybody contributing. Allen made his plays, but then at the same time, also it was the defense, yep. again, coming through at the end, holding to a field goal, getting it right back after the Bills had to lose the ball on a punt, and then – coming through in the end to get the interception yeah. when you're scared to death because yeah. we know you were scared you're sitting there watching at home and you're going they got to make a stop and it's over so quick the Bills got the ball packed with a minute left or less than a minute and then ran the clock out so uh fantastic win now it wasn't ours because we weren't in the locker room we were in the post game room but John Scott Spectrum News Spectrum News talked to must have been talking to Jordan Poyer yes. tell him what it said uh, Jordan Poyer was battling the rib injury all last week. It's what caused him to miss the game against the Steelers. Um, but he was at practice all week. Uh, towards the end of the week, was out of a non-contact jersey. So we all thought it was, you know, a, a, a foregone conclusion that he was fine. His ribs are better. Well, John Scott said, and I, I'm assuming here that he talked to Poyer at, in the locker room. We were at the podium that he wasn't medically cleared to fly because of the rib injury. So he drove 15 hours to make it to the game. Yeah, we don't know the specifics of it. Maybe he drove it. Somebody drive with him. I'm hoping he wasn't by himself. Yeah. Uh, it is funny. You're not. I get it because of the pressure and all those things that can be with a rib. Uh, was why he wasn't cleared to fly. Insane. But you're cleared to play in an NFL game, which is. I know it's a different thing, and I know, but it's just kind of funny no, it's, because uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's kind of crazy that it ended up being the case. But yeah, so for everybody that says he's not a team player, why does he just play on this contract? Yeah. You drive 15 hours to go play in a football game with Bruce Ribs. Yeah, fantastic. Um, now, look, I understand. I say this to you all the time when they'll say it's just another win, it's another win, it's another win. There is an element of truth to that. 
because they also have to be realistic. Say, yes, it's a win, and yeah. they got this last year, and then they didn't get it done. But I'll say the same thing we said last year when they were running off the field. That was not celebrating like you just beat even Baltimore, which yep. was a big win. Yep. This was the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. Yeah, it was once they weren't dancing on the sidelines, but Ed Oliver and Jordan Phillips had a whole lot of fun waving to Chiefs fans, telling them to go home and that they were here. And I, but it was all the players say they've moved on from 13 seconds. And, and, and I, I agree that they have gotten over that in some aspects, but I'm over there on the sidelines and Deion Dawkins after the touchdown is screaming at the team until it hits zeros. Like, wait till it hits zeros. Like, until there's zeros. He used some more colorful language, but that was that sense of like, okay, you can move on, but you can't forget. Like, otherwise, you, the loss was for nothing. Like, at yeah. least learn from it. Well, that's the thing. You should be learning from it. I get that you can't be obsessed with it. And by the way, this win doesn't absolve the 13 seconds. Nope. Because that win, if they got it, could have taken them to the Super Bowl. Um, it didn't take the Chiefs there, but it got them to the next game. You know, we all know what could have happened. So the only way to make up for that is to, whether it's Kansas City or anybody else, win, get to the Super Bowl, go ahead and win it. Then nobody can care at that moment about 13 seconds because you got it done. Right. But in that case, I get it. But you're right. You learn because you say to yourself, it is never over yeah. until it's over, until it's zero. What does Von always say? Success leaves clues. Yeah. Like this, this was a, a game where all of the big stars stepped up in big moments for a big win because yeah. it was this isn't just a week six win it's a big win yeah it, it, it means more just quickly to mention some other guys i thought matt milano flew around made a couple of big plays including one on that drive where kansas city got the lead i didn't really we didn't really talk about gabe davis but you said that's an easy over bet isn't that's, it when you I'm just davis? i'm just putting student loan debts on on gabe davis over receiving yards because yeah. he's he is the big play threat and we talked about this uh, when our we, we previewed the game with our five storylines on the Buffalo Plus YouTube channel um, on Saturday. Stephon Diggs put his stamp on this rivalry and in this series, uh, he was phenomenal today. Uh, I, I thought not only not only was he the safety blanket, but he was also the big play guy. Uh, so I think that was very telling. I think he wanted to have that impact. You saw his catch on the final drive which was an absolute laser from Josh, but just the fact of him him getting up so excited, so fired up, knowing that he is making that impact that he wants to in these games. Yeah. Other guys flash. Boogie Basham had good pressure on one play. Hey, we can't forget early in the game, Kyrie Elam comes yeah. up with that interception, took points off the board, total points off the board. They were throwing, trying to get a touchdown, and instead the Bills end up with the ball. So a heck of a play. Uh, Bill's got a little banged up, but on the plus side, they get a little time now. It's break time, and then they come back. Maybe Trey White's back. You know, that's all the things they can get ready for a week from Sunday when Green Bay comes to town. But uh, this is the way to go into the bye. Huge win against a really good team. The Chiefs will be back, and the chances of the Bills playing the Chiefs again are very, very good. Yep. What the Bills need to do is make sure that the chances of playing the Chiefs again in Buffalo are very, very good. So This was one of those games to me, Mike, where midway through the second quarter didn't feel like the Bills were clicking. Like, it was back to that everything was difficult. And Josh had to do, you know, a lot of hero ball. And I thought, eh, this just isn't – this is the Chiefs' defense. It's not a very good defense. And, again, we all, another guy we have to highlight, Devin Singletary. The yeah. line, the line, 
opened up some holes for him. He had good vision. I thought he had a nice burst. He was really solid in the first half. Nowhere to be seen in the second, but a really good first half. So explain your thinking on this, because people say, see, if you could run the ball like this all the time, then I, they should run the ball more often. If they could run the ball for seven, eight, nine yards a pop, I would have no problem. There are other teams that do that very successfully, and I love it. The Bills haven't shown that they can do that consistently. They were able to do that, but Mike, it's it's what you say of when the team's giving it to you, you have to take it. The Bills face a lot of light boxes because of Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis and all their weapons. But if you still can't block the the six guys that are in the box, it's still a waste of a down. Yeah, and then this game, they did. I thought I noticed Mitch Morris a lot yeah. in front, clearing Handling out some blocks, Chris Jones, yeah. really looked good. Uh, Spencer Brown didn't return from an injury. We'll see what happens with that. Other guys got nicked up, Dane Jackson, uh, Christian Benford. Like well, guys, How about the Spencer Brown? Yeah. Because he rips his helmet off. He's laying on the ground. They're kind of consoling him. I'm thinking it's a broken foot, broken leg. They rush out with the cart and the air casts, and then he walks he off the field. And walks it off. Again, we don't know. And he showed up on the sidelines in yeah. a walking boot. Um, so that might be like but it was just Oliver a, a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Just a bizarre turn of events. I thought, it was, thought his leg was snapped. Yeah. Look, um... I'll put it to you this way. Win or lose in this game, I think these teams get together again. If you're the Chiefs, you look at it, things you need to work on. Uh, you, you're disappointed at home. You had the lead late and couldn't hold on. You're disappointed your offense didn't come through. But I'll say this for the Chiefs. Because they've been there and done it and succeeded in yep. the playoffs, it's, big. It's, it's not as big, I think, as it was for the Bills. The other thing I is – the Chiefs haven't had to play on the road in the playoffs in the Mahomes era. Mahomes era. So that's another thing. As great as they are, let's see how they do. Oh, and I can't believe we went through the whole thing. Just the last thing. That Kelsey's unbelievable. Unbelievable. He is a phenomenal player. I think he is a better all-around player than Gronk. Gronk was phenomenal. I shouldn't say better player because Gronk was a phenomenal blocker, big plays in the end yeah. zone. But I think he's almost unguardable because – the Bills never had this real defense they when tried. they went against Gronk. Yeah, they, they tried everything, and they can't stop that guy. Yeah, no. they. Saran Neal had kind of a rough day. Uh, Kyrie, great job by Kyrie selling a little uh, OPI because I don't really yes. know what that was. We yeah. could talk about the refs for an hour about how bad they were. Well, too many calls. And, look, they weren't all against the Bills. There was bad calls against the Chiefs, like the one you're talking about there, or at least marginal. Like, you know, there was a few like that. They got an unsportsman like that. I never saw a replay for nope. what he did. But I just thought too many flags. I was like, we came to see Mahomes and Allen, not you guys. Stop with the flags. And it did slow down in the second half. Yeah. They let everything go. They let everything go. You could trip players. It didn't matter. There were yeah. blocks in the back, everything. So, yeah, wild game. But, of course, it was because it's Bills and Chiefs. Yeah, these are fun teams to watch. Can I'm we un- just have them play, like, a best of seven? Yeah. And see I'm, who wins I'm undefeated the Super Bowl. in KC. That's it. Dan's been here twice. Dan's two and zero. Oh. Jenna didn't. Jen only went to one. Uh, I went to the other two. The championship game here, and the game I was with you on on the win. Yep. Um, and then I was at that ridiculous game in Orchard Park when there was no fans, and it was just not a great game. But I'll take my second win here. Yeah. Out of four tries. Yeah. So. 
Uh, hopefully, we don't have to come back to Kansas City. Hopefully, if these teams play again, it's in Orchard Park. So. Yeah, I think we're, I, I'm all good with Kansas City. All right, it's bye week coming up. Enjoy it. Relax. AFC East isn't bad. Jets are winning. Patriots are winning. Playing good defense. So may have some real games against those teams coming up. But just enjoy. You got next week to watch everybody else and then get ready for Green Bay. All right, that's going to do it for us. We appreciate you being with us. Please make sure to rate, comment, give us some comments, subscribe, download the Buffalo Plus podcast. Uh, For our team, Jenna Cottrell and Dan Fates with me here. I'm Mike Catalana. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Buffalo Plus.